Hi guys, Carrie here. This week's episode is one that we had in our vault. Full disclosure, it was recorded for our Patreons as a mini episode. But Archie and I have some fun projects that we are also working on with some of our friends and collaborators to bring you. So we decided to release this episode um, as a regular episode this week because we weren't able to record as usual. We will be back on track next week, though. Um, And to our dear sainted Patreons, we know we owe you guys big time. And we do have some fun and amazing things coming your way very soon. I pinky swear. So everybody, please enjoy this week's episode. This is Dear David. Chewy, where's my wine? Ghosts. Spectres. Whatever you want to call them, they've been around for thousands of years. Apparently she died from a tooth infection in one of the upstairs rooms in the house. As at the locations they haunt. History of a Haunting Podcast tells you all about these famous, infamous, and almost famous locations. And why they became terrifying places to visit. Grab a glass of wine and settle in with your hosts, Archie. I mean, that was definitely the wrong thing to do. And Carrie. Nobody asked for it, Carrie. Nobody fucking asked for it, but hey, my podcast, and I'll say what I fucking want. (laughs) Two people just winging it in life, and this podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of History of a Haunting. Hi guys, welcome to, what is this, mini episode four? Oh, fuck if I know. <laughs> I'm just the pretty talent here. You're the one that handles all this garbage. <laughs> <laughs> we really should be recording this because that look on your face right now when you were like, Shirley, all Shirley Devil was really cute. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I believe it's number four. Okay. We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. That sounds good. It's a nice sure. even number. Yeah. Okay. Um, today's mini episode, we're doing a little teeny weeny bit differently in that I'm going to be telling Archie a ghost story and it's one that you guys may have heard of. It's one that you may not have heard of. It's one that you may not know everything. There went Archie. (laughs) (laughs) It's me leaving the conversation. Uh, We we make our own memes. (laughs) Hey, why not? We're funnier than anybody. Um, (laughs) It's one that you may have heard of, but you don't know all the details. So we're just going to jump right into this mini episode. Today we are going to be covering Dear David. And essentially, now Arch, you have heard of this because you follow this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But you don't know all of the whole story. I didn't follow it on Twitter, where it was primarily where he He, discussed it. Okay. So basically, what the story of Dear David is, it is a man named Adam Ellis, who used to work for BuzzFeed. Um, He was haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he documented all of it on fucking Twitter. (laughs) Which, of course... (laughs) Garn him thousands of followers, people tuning in like every fucking day mm-hmm. for the next post and what is happening, what is going on. And there would be times where it would be a couple of weeks before he would post again and people were like, is he dead? What is happening? Holy shit. 
Um, it's a it's a fabulous story. Um, he to this day swears that it's true, um, that everything happened. It it, it takes place um, in August of 2017 through June of 2018. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna tell Archie the story. And by tell Archie the story, I'm basically going to read him and you guys the tweets this guy tweeted. Um, And then Archie's going to follow along with me. All of this information is coming from Bustle.com because it's the most, um, it's one of the most comprehensive um, articles with regard to the story. So we're going to start at the very beginning. Um, He begins his story with a thread dated August 7th. And he starts it by describing this weird dream that he had um, several months prior about a child with a misshapen head that appeared um, seated on this green rocking chair. And the green rocking chair arch, keep it in mind because it's going to come back. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, This green rocking chair that he kept in his bedroom. Um, I'm also going to put the link to this Bustle article up on um, our Patreon with this episode so that the listeners can also go back in and there, because Archie's going to follow along with me in the article, but only to see the pictures and the recordings and the video the guy shot as he was documenting this bananas goddamn haunting, (laughs) which starts out a little innocuous, but moves into... Horrible, awful shit. <laughs> so let's get going. Uh, again, his name is Adam Ellis. He is still on Twitter, and you can follow him if you choose at Moby underscore Dickhead. Uh, that's his handle on Twitter. <laughs> and you follow him on Instagram too, don't you? I don't, is it the same handle? No. Okay. Um, he's going to check. I'm going to get started in the story. So. Again, it's this guy haunted by a dead child, and he documents the entire thing on Twitter. We're going to start with his very first tweet, which was on August 7th of 2017, and he writes, The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis, which we've covered in a little bit on the show. Um, He says, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. Okay, did you did you find his Instagram handle? Yes, he is Adam Tots. T-O-T-S or T-T-S? T-O-T-S. Any underscore? Any? Nope. Adam all, Tots. All one word. Okay, alright, cool. Uh, okay, so he had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. Archie, will you please describe this fucking drawing to the people? Um... Wow, okay. Um, it kind of looks like a caricature in that the head is so huge and the body is a little. Mm-hmm. And there's a big chunk missing, like, like a quarter. Like the top left quarter is missing. From It's clearly a, a kid, but it could also be an old man. It's disturbing. It's yeah. Emotionally, what do you get from this? Disturbing, right? Like, this does not look like a happy child. No. <laughs> Well, I bet if you had a dent in your head, well, I mean, you did once when you fell out of the tree and hit the rock. Oh, I'm sure it's still there. I, and we know it's still there. We saw it. Archie fell out of a bush no, I once. No, the dent in my head. Oh! <laughs> now I have long hair. <laughs> the dent bothered me so bad for years, I grew my hair out to my ass. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's the drawing. Again, you guys can check all this out on Bustle. 
Um, so he says that in the dream, the child had gotten out of the rocking chair and began shambling toward him who sat in bed feeling paralyzed. Uh, he w- awoke before the child reached him. Oh, okay. Sorry. Leia's getting comfortable because she's like, this sounds like a gripping story. So he goes on to say that a few nights after his initial dream, uh, Adam woke, or he had a second dream in which a little girl told him who he was dealing with. He says in this tweet, I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, quote, you've seen dear David, haven't you? I was like, who? And she said, dear David, you saw him. Good God, fuck this. So she tells... David, that David is... No. David knows he's dead. She tells Adam that David is dead (laughs) in this dream. Um, She also goes on to explain the rules of interacting with David to him. Apparently, he only appears at midnight. Remember that. That's key. Hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you see him, you can ask him two questions, as long as you say the words, Dear David, first. However, you are never, ever to ask him three questions. He'll kill you if you do. (laughs) So right away, the skeptic in Archie, the Shane in Archie is like, love it, keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a sec. So right away with that, Arch, what are your thoughts? Just straight out of the gate. Um, since I do follow Adam Ellis, the artist, he's got a very imaginative, imaginative creative brain. Okay. So just based on this, immediate first tweets, what are your thoughts? That's fucked up. I feel like, I mean, it is, but I kind of (laughs) also feel like it's setting it up for, I mean, this sounds like the intro to a great urban legend. Mm Mm-hmm. It does, right? It does. It really does. It does. Um, Okay, so. Which initially kind of takes me out of it. Initially, yes. And I watched a lot of YouTube videos on this. There's a a bunch of YouTubers that have covered this story. Um, There's a bunch of podcasts that have covered this story. And the the general consensus at this point in the story is exactly like ours. Like, hmm, interesting. That sounds... Wow. And there goes Archie checking out. Another UPS package gets its wings. (laughs) Um... A lot of, like, at this particular point in the story, everybody's just kind of like, okay, well, you know, dead little kid, ghost. You can ask him two questions, but if you ask him three, he'll kill you. All right, well, you know. All right, well, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, he goes on to say that um, in a different dream, David showed up again. Same situation. He was in the rocking chair, and Ellis decided to ask him some questions. In the dream, I say... Again, these are tweets. Everything that I'm saying that David is saying, this is all shit he's tweeted. Um, And again, you can find him on Twitter. Uh, It'll take some scrolling, because these are from 2017, and he's got 29,000 tweets. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, in the dream, I say, Dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize that I've asked a third question. 
which I'm not supposed to do. Also, he also didn't say, Dear David. Mm. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. So again, <laughs> you almost knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so much in this. I have experienced it. I know ghosts are real. I have experienced it. But at the same time, I do have that. Like, I want the legit stuff. So I, I'm with you, Arch, and the skeptic part. Mm-hmm. You know? So... Uh, yeah, so he made a mistake. He asked three questions instead of stopping at two, and he did not say Dear David in the beginning of the third question. So, um, he woke up that next morning, and he attempted to get to the bottom of the whole entire thing. So he did a little Google searching for uh, for kids named David or an amalgamation or, you know, um, Daniel, Dylan, Devin, um, just to make sure who may have died in stores in New York after being crushed by a falling shelf and the search turned up nothing. Which, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because this could be a, an, an older child. I mean, New York City is an old fucking city. This could be like a child from like the 1800s. You never know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> not long after these instances, and they're, very, they're few and far between in the beginning... Um, he describes his place. He lives in a duplex. So his apartment was on the bottom. There was an apartment on the top and the guy on the top moved out. And so David was, or no, sorry, sorry, Adam, (laughs) fuck, was able to move to the top apartment. Um, he was really excited about it and he'd actually stopped thinking about David because obviously nightmares like this would probably haunt you in your waking life. Mm. Don't creep me the fuck out. (laughs) I had a horrible nightmare. Um, over 20 years ago about my dog that I had to have put to sleep. This nightmare to this day when I think about it, I'm like, oh my Jesus. Oh. So a, a very thorough nightmare will stay with you for a long time. <laughs> but he's not thinking about David during this time period because, you know, he didn't really have any reason to. It was just a couple of random dreams. Mm-hmm. So he wrote in, um, that he suspected David might have lost track of him because he moved. Uh, but <laughs> then he continues on. And this particular portion is one long thread. It's all still dated August 7th. So these are things that have happened prior to him starting to talk about them on Twitter. But he said, lately something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. So you can see this picture. Mm-hmm. What is... I don't own cats, so what? What is your take on this picture? Cats are cats are fucking weird. Okay, but, but for them to both both just gather at the front door, like either trying. To, it looks like they're kind of trying to look underneath the door. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're trying to do, and it could be maybe a neighbor gets home at the same time every night off the train, comes up the stairs. I don't know. Cats are weird. Cats are weird. That we agree on. Uh, This particular guy is the only person that lives on that floor. So nobody's coming up the stairs coming home. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. There's just him and then the guy on the bottom floor where he used to live. Okay. So, all right. There's that. Now, 
<laughs> he goes on to say, when I opened the door and turned on the hall light, nothing was there, but my cat seemed unnerved, bushy tails, etc. Explain to me the concept of a bushy tail on a cat. What is that generally indicative of? Because, I, like I said, I don't have cats. I never um, have. A threat. Okay. Okay. Um, he goes, and that's where I am right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. So, in the following days, more threads from Adam. Update. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. Um, and he shows a picture of his cat, indeed staring at the door, <laughs> and a picture of him holding a clock just after midnight. Um, <laughs> so, um, again, one cat in particular, and the Bustle article, I'm reading from the Bustle article that Archie's following me on, it says, I believe it's the cat we'd later come to know as Maxwell. These cats play a prominent role in this entire story. Oh, okay. So the fans that are watching this and following this guy, they also become, I think you said that both cats have their own Instagrams. They have an Instagram. Yeah, people get to really feel for these fucking cats, and quite honestly, I'm not a cat fan. I, I, you'll see. You'll see. It's coming up. (laughs) Okay, what is going on? So he tweets a video that he's taken of his cat. We're not going to watch this video. We're just going to keep going on because it's a long story. So he got curious, but he was still frightened. Um, So he looked initially looked out the people and he couldn't see anything. He was also going to take a photograph out the people with his phone to see if he could see anything. Um... He had trouble seeing anything through the peephole, so he kind of gathered his courage up around him, and he opened the door, and he took another photograph. Still nothing. So he tweets, I couldn't tell through the peephole, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there, but I took another photo. Look at this. Is it just me, or is there something in the first photo right where the banister meets the, st- meets the shelves hiding on the stairs? So the left photo is the photo from the peephole where there is a shadowy looking thing there. And then you can see the landing in the photo he took outside when the door was open. There's a landing there. There's like a, it's like a mudroom, if you will. There's a shelf for shoes. And then there's the stairs that go downstairs to the outside. I mean, if you look really hard, really hard to me, if you look really hard, you can make something out of that, that darker gray shape by the banister through the peephole. Mm-hmm. But it's it's essentially through two different lenses. The camera lens and then the peephole, which could be dirty, which could be, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not conclusive for me yet. So. Uh, he goes on to say, I wasn't sure if it was a smudge or something else, so I took a second photo from inside. There was something out there. The next two photographs are the pictures he's taken through the peephole of the same area. And again, it's there's smudges, there's I don't I mean you can make out a tiny little face on the right photo with the dark, you know, the darker top. What do you think? I I don't know. It it What do you think? Um I'm going to go with smudge. I'm going to go with smudge too. Okay, so, uh, unsure what to do, he deadbolted his door and climbed into bed. Uh, (laughs) uh, I didn't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. I'm pretty scared. 
Uh, and then he takes a picture of his cat with the laser beam <laughs> eyes, which is really quite cute. Um, now, uh, he goes on to say, not to be all Dana Skull, or no. In replies to the thread? Isaac, yeah, this guy, Isaac Fitzgerald, replies to the thread and says, not to be all Dana Scully about this, but is there a chance that what you're seeing in the hallway is a cat, another cat or animal? And he's like, nope, I live in, the, in a house. There is no real way for an animal to be in the hall. So, again, he, that's when he goes on to explain. It's like a duplex. It's an old house that was converted into two apartments. There's one on the bottom, one on the top. So and that's that. he currently lives in the one on the top. And the one on, on the top, yeah. So, uh, a couple days later, he says, it's been, it's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm going to try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. So he takes a selfie, and the cats are in the background, <laughs> both of them staring, like, under the goddamn door. That would start to get unnerving. Yeah, yeah. That would really start to get unnerving. <laughs> we, we have a spot in our kitchen where at least one of the cats, at different times of the day, will just stare. Really? At a certain point on the wall next to the fridge. And he'll just stare and stare and stare. How like, long? Oh, he usually about ten minutes or so. But his eyes are fixed on something, or he's, he's like watching something going back and forth. He's watching something at one specific point on the wall. Ooh. But again, cats are weird. Yeah, so. but again, uh, their animals are typically more in tune to that kind mm-hmm. of shit. They can see things we can't. Mm-hmm. No wonder they're fucking weird. <laughs> All animals are weird because they can see ghosts. I mean, that's what we're getting to here. Okay. So several nights pass with the cats continuing to gather at the door at midnight. <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to raise something from the dead. Don't be so judgmental. Uh, he, he posts more, more tweets, and here we go, just before midnight, more videos. I mean, and Arch, you can see this. Look at this tweet here. Oh, shit, I started it. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Yeah. 40, um, 400... 424,000 views. This one 35-second video. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. So, he gets the Sleep Talk app, which, have you ever heard of such a thing? No. Basically, I didn't either until I was listening. I was doing my research on this. And I'm like, what is that? There's a number of them. And basically, it's meant for people who talk in their sleep. They want to know what they're saying. They want to know what they're whatever. And so it basically just records you and it kicks on oh. when there's sound. Oh, okay. To hear. Okay. Um, so he gets one of these. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's been going on now for three nights. The cats won't stop looking under the goddamn door. So he decides to rim the door with salt. <laughs> because that's known to, uh, believed to ward off any sort of evil whatever from coming into your home cross- mm-hmm. crossing that threshold um, he's like I don't even know if this is the right kind of salt and it's a picture of him with like like um, <laughs> Morton's fucking salt like right. by the door it's, it's <laughs> pretty funny I mean we can all fucking relate um, <laughs> so he says that Things didn't really start to pick up until the next morning after he used the sleep app, and he starts to post the recordings of the sleep app. He says, I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. Um, 
Although most of the recordings weren't of any interest, apparently there were three he thought might be worth listening to a little more closely. We're not going to play these either, um, but he does go on to say that the first is a snapping sound and what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed all night. And then the next sound, the next one he plays, he said, this one is weird because out of the 33 recordings, this is the only one that has a strange electronic sound throughout. So almost like a static Mm. kind of sound mm-hmm. um, if you want to play it you, we can, you can go ahead and do that if you want to play it okay so the third recording he says this directly follows the electronic or the electric static another snap and then I groan in my sleep these happen between 2 to 3 a.m. love that witching hour mm-hmm. uh, I have no explanation for them I'll keep recording and share if I find anything curious okay not a big deal now This was on the 11th of August. On the 12th of August, uh, he says, I'm getting the F out of my haunted apartment for the weekend. And he posts a selfie. In in the selfie, it's him giving a peace sign. Because, yeah, hippie. uh, Fucking millennials. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, in, (laughs) in the picture, there's a glass door behind him. Now... Uh, in the glass door, you can go ahead and tap on it, Arch, and it'll take you to the actual Twitter, his, this particular post on Twitter, um, where you can then enlarge it. So I, I actually had to, it's going to be, so there, it's a paned door. So if you look at the top row, the middle pane of glass, you see kind of a a smudgy haze and then you see a a bunch of dots there are dots that look to me like a tiny little face like eyes and and maybe an open mouth it's really reaching I think yeah I don't see it I don't see anything worth anything in that but okay so he's getting out of his apartment um he (laughs) A follower found something disturbing in one of the glass panes in the door behind the Ellis photograph. Um, When the person posted it or replied to him, he said, I I have no explanation for this. Um, It might have been um, pariodolia. Pariodolia. Pariodolia? Mm -hmm. Ha ha, Aaron, you don't need to write that down. (laughs) Um, Which is basically the human brain's tendency to find non-existent patterns in noise, but maybe not. I tend to think it is. Pariodolia? Is that what it's called? Periodolia. Periodolia? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it's the brain's tendency to find doilies in non-existent patterns. <laughs> cool. Not, not faces. Not, not faces. Doilies, yes. yes. Like my Aunt Dona. God rest her soul. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> so a couple days later, he says, I bought a Polaroid camera this weekend. One of those Instamax, like my mom has. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're fun and dorky, I decided to take a few photos around my apartment. So, later that evening of August 13th through August 14th, he began posting some experiments. Wow. Nice. Experiments that he had just conducted around his apartment with a Polaroid camera. Um, He, the kind of film that he used was Filgy, Filgy? Fuck. Wow. This is impressive. Thank you. You're like, I'm, I'm proud to be witnessing this. Uh, Fuji film in Smacks Mini 9, which is, you know, the little packages of, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so he takes a couple of pictures. Polaroids are stupid and fun, and, and he says in, inherently sort of creepy. I didn't expect to find anything, and for the most part, I didn't. 
Uh, I took a couple of my living room and bedroom. That's the rocking chair that I first saw David in. So you see that little green chair? Mm-hmm. It, it almost looks like a, a, a 1980s sort of conference room chair, this like scoop-looking green chair, but it's on a rocker. Right. So takes a picture of the door, bedroom, green chair. Uh, but when I took the one of the hallway outside, it developed completely black, which was interesting. This is where I start to be like, okay, wait a minute, hang on here. It gets better. So what he does is he thought maybe, he goes, I thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my finger, so I took a photo while intentionally covering it. The photo on the left is me covering the lens with my finger. The photo on the right is my fully lit hallway taken just after midnight. Whoa. Yes. So you can you can see there's like a shape in the one where he covered it with his finger. Mm-hmm. This one looks completely nothing. It's nothing. We all know how Polaroid film works. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. He goes, I'll record myself sleeping again tonight. I have sage being delivered tomorrow. As always, I'll keep you in the loop. And he goes on to say, okay, one last thing I wanted, because I wanted to double check. Here's a couple of me, here's a couple videos of me taking photos. So Arch, I want you to, um, I want you to play the third video. The one starting at the carpet? Yeah, it says, and then the hallway. Mm-hmm. That tweet, yeah. I want okay. you to play that video. That's a serious lock on the door, by the way. Okay, you can stop it there because he keeps going until it develops and it's like a a minute long. (laughs) It's fine. So, keep scrolling with me and he comes and he says his next tweet is, it came out totally black again for a second time. Um, The eeriest image of all resulted when Ellis stood inside his apartment and took a photograph of the hallway through the door at a distance. Um, This next tweet is pretty fucked up. Uh, he says, someone told me to take photos from the farthest away, so I tried that. Once with my iPhone, once with the Polaroid. The left is with my phone, the right is with the Polaroid. The hall light was on both times. Why is it pitch black each time with the Holy Polaroid? Holy shit. Yes. Wow. Now, a couple things about these photos. Um, okay, the hall light, okay. So he says the hall light is on both times. And, and, and... Maybe he shut it off when he took the Polaroid one. Maybe. But wouldn't the light from his apartment illuminate that little shelf there and the banister? It's pitch black. You can see nothing in that hallway. Yeah. That's weird. Uh Uh-huh. That was the thing I noticed about these two photographs. Okay. All right. Hall light on. 
totally pitch black, he could have shut the hall light off. All right. Except the hall, the light in his apartment is still on, and it would have illuminated something in that hallway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's there's nothing there. So this is when I start to be like, oh, what else is it gonna happen? Oh my god. Call an exorcist. God damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's those two pictures. So we go then through um somebody then um Beardo Runner is their handle on Twitter messages him and says, I'm not sure Dave I'm sure I'm not sure David is still in the hallway. Looks like he's in the shadows just above your Polaroid. And now that guy has found this little weird ass fucking face. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it in the first photo and the zoomed in one. Can you? Okay, I just now saw it in the fucking. Okay. So the article on Bustle says this is where things start to get a little complicated. Um, because the users on Twitter that are following this, like nobody's goddamn business, found a bunch of shit. So the people start to then be like, dude, here, at, look at this and check this out and blah, 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 blah. Um, if you guys want to read about it, you guys, that fine. It, it's, it's just, um, so if you want to see it, I mean, certainly go right ahead, but I, we're not going to get into what Twitter users are seeing in these goddamn pictures. Oh God. I mean, look, I mean, we are still scrolling and it's just nothing but what everybody is fucking seeing. So, uh, on August 13th, he does go on to tweet that I took a couple of my living room and the bedroom. That's the rocking chair. They're pretty unremarkable. Um, somebody, I don't know, traced his white square and said, demon, I don't see anything. Anyway. So, he goes on to say, folks have been urging me to get some sage, so I did. <laughs> Which is really funny. Um, he confirmed, uh, you know, the, the sage didn't work. I mean, maybe it'll do something. He did say in another tweet that he was going to sage the fuck out of the green chair. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Um, alas, it didn't work. Um, he does say God. that... God, these are really good mics. I mean, I'm telling you what. <laughs> uh, he, goes, does, he does go on to say, I haven't dreamed about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. It does to me too, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's been two weeks since this started. It's, uh, this is tweet is August 17th. This started on August 7th. Again, the cats are just paying homage to that goddamn front door. <laughs> so, um, he goes on to say, it's just a bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Uh, that's generally when I feel the most excited. I'm like, yes, storm! Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me. Um, randomly, then he says they just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to let everybody know he's psychic now. I'm not really sure. So, <laughs> the next few days, um, we're going to cover uh, another dream he had, the bruise he got, and the warehouse. All of which are just, it escalates the creepy. So, um, he goes on to say that... He had a dream 
the other night where David was dragging him by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. Mm -hmm. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower and then I noticed something. I'd woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. And he shows a picture of it. And there is a bruise indeed forming on his arm just above his wrist bone. Oh, wow. Uh Uh-huh. Now, he did admit that the bruise could have some perfectly reasonable explanation. Maybe he injured himself during the day. Uh, But the coincidence was still odd, which I don't believe in coincidences. But, okay, whatever you want to say, Adam. Anyway, uh, he does go on to say that when he left his apartment to go get breakfast the next morning, something he actually does weekly, he passed by a food cart repair depot right by his apartment, or at least it used to be right by his apartment. Um, He has since moved, like you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the story. Um, But anyway, um, at the time, he had never seen this food cart repair depot, anything less than like super busy, but that date was silent. So he does tweet... I've lived in the apartment or in the neighborhood for over four years, and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. But today, it was completely abandoned, and the whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. Now, this all sounds like it doesn't fucking matter much, but when I took a quick peek inside, he found it, he says, I found it almost empty. Apparently, the depot had been completely cleared out, except for a chair, a green one. Now, he does post a picture of the chair, and you can see it here. It's basically a wooden, like, dining chair. Mm -hmm. Um, The seat is, like, a pale wood color, but the rest of the chair is green, which is, like, that's a weird coincidence. (laughs) Hmm. Um, He goes on to tweet, On my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It's been remained shuttered ever since. Um, The coincidences did creep him out. Um, and he says, the chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Uh, it was a strange weekend, and I don't disagree. Now, on August 25th, which was his next week, he said, there have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know that I'm scared. Um, he said, uh, I was... <laughs> um, Almost, he's like, I was almost used to routine, so when they started, the cats started to cry at the door closer to 10 o'clock, he was confused. They began a new routine, hover around the door at 10, cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing was wrong. <laughs> Does that sound like cats? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So, he says, shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unknown number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. And he actually screenshot his fucking call history. And it's literally, no caller ID, no caller ID, no caller ID. Now, he does say that this was happening every single night. So, he thought that maybe it was one of those robocalls. So he decided to um, pick up one of the calls. Uh, And so then he tweets, usually if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling, so I picked up. I didn't say anything. I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. He goes on to say after about a minute, he, he kept, no. The way the tweets are, it's weird. He goes on to say, I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint, I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, He says, after about a minute, the static stopped, and there was silence. Um, 
Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, hello. Uh, uh, no, thank you. Uh, he says, something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting. Um, just hello, a flat statement, so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned it on every single light. <laughs> right there fucking Aww. with you. Now, these next tweets, um, they go on. They are what he tweeted between the um, times of August 28th through September 11th, 2017. And... Um, <laughs> Goodness, Jesus. So, on August 28th, he says, Anyway, last week I bought a pet monitoring camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. He's planning to go on a trip to Japan. Mm -hmm. So, he says, It's basically a nanny cam that connects you to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want, and it runs 24-7. Um, he does tweet a couple of things. Um, first, he moved the rocking chair out of his room a few weeks prior. Uh, second, he was going to Japan um, in three weeks. And third, he wrote that he hoped maybe David would lose track of him while he was gone. Best laid plan. <laughs> so, um, after that, that was pretty much it, and nobody really heard from him. Here's where shit starts to get nuts, Archie. So, um, while he, let me see, uh, the pet cam activates whenever it detects motion, and then it pings you on your phone to let you know what it saw. He tested it out during a brief weekend trip, and the article says some of the footage was pretty disturbing, and I fucking agree. So he tweets, I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. Watch the chair. Go ahead and play that video. 1.3 million views. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and watch that. Oh, the chair is rocking. Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. And I don't see a cat or anything in the... Nope. I don't see anything in there. Nothing. That would trigger... Hi, little Moo. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I know. She's so sweet. And also, she doesn't like the talk of any of this. <laughs> so that's that first thing. So <laughs> this is where I start... This is where I was saying, okay, it starts out kind of like debunkable, but now there's this shit. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that video? That's 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 crazy. That's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, uh, you guys want to watch it? Again, it's, it is, all the tweets are in the Bustle article, and the article does say that about six seconds in, um, the green rocking chair does start to rock on its own. So, about a half hour later, he got another alert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he posts that. Here's the feed of that alert. Go ahead and play that one. Some, some just dropped, leapt off the wall, even. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's around at the 12-second mark. Uh, Adam had a turtle shell hanging on his wall that just, like you said, leapt off of its little hanger. It didn't just fall or drop. It, it moved. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, <laughs> he said he couldn't account for the movement. He said it couldn't have been the wind, as it, he doesn't keep the windows open during the summer, so he didn't know what to make of it. Again, he's not in Japan yet. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so, uh, the article goes on to say, for what it's worth, some followers started tweeting that it looked like a blue chair in the background of one of the videos vanished and then reappeared, but whatever. We're not going to read any of that. Now, on September 5th, he tweets, it's happening again. Uh, During the night on Saturday, while I slept, it recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first, but then after a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. Go ahead and play this video. You're more familiar with cats, so you tell me if this is natural. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, cats are weird and have different different sensory inputs than us, but that's odd because after he recovered from the jump, he looked at the door. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So, <laughs> there was that. So then the camera recorded Maxwell standing up on straight upon his hind legs over and over again. Do cats normally do that? Not normally, no. Okay. So Adam tweets, Anyway, the next night the camera recorded a couple more strange videos. Specifically, it recorded Maxwell doing this on and off for hours. Um, and this video is basically the cat. Look at, you can see the cat in the screenshot. He's on his hind legs, just like chilling on the edge of the couch. Mm-hmm. Watching shit. And the video shows him like pawing at shit in the air. Oh, wow. So, uh, we're not going to watch that one, but it recorded footage that um, was really weird, and I guess the cat did this off and on for hours. Um, You must really love your animal to watch a video of them just doing shit. I don't... I love, love my dogs, but I don't know if I'd... Maybe if I had a ghost, I'd be like, okay, I'll watch this (laughs) for four hours and just see. Anyway... So the, the, the video that you just watched where the, the cat kind of jumped to something alarmed it, mm-hmm. he said that he didn't think that he was batting at a bug because he doesn't really do that with bugs. He just eats them. Uh, second, he noticed that he'd actually rarely seen bugs in his apartment. Uh, he believes that something spooked his cat. Now, you, as pet owners, you know your animals. And you know what spooks them. You know what's normal behavior and what isn't mm-hmm. right i mean yeah. even with cats as as independent as i'll act how i fucking want <laughs> as they are right so oh goodness okay um however there's another video there's one of these videos that one of the fo- his followers noticed pretty quickly so it's in the same is it this video Go ahead and play the video where Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. Okay. And it's, I believe it's after the cat jumps out and then look at the green jar. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Why don't you tell everybody what happened to that green jar? The little green jar on the coffee table kind of rotated and moved away from the camera. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
people following the story <laughs> noticed that. Uh, of course, other people were like, no, this is what could totally happen. You, the glass is placed on a smooth, wet surface. A ring of water makes a seal. And then it... No. I, I'm sorry. I don't... I'm not buying that garbage. No. No. So, uh... <laughs> um, more and more... I mean, now we're at September 11th. The pet cam caught something else. Um, apparently, a small knitted cactus fell from the same shelf where the turtle shell hung. Um, <laughs> and so he talks about that. He, then he goes on to say, I hadn't even gotten to the pantry where I heard a loud crack. It's better to just watch the video since the nanny cam records everything now. So <laughs> let's go ahead and play this video. It is long, so just you can stop watching it when you... Yeah, yeah, something just knocked off the bookcase. Right, and there's nothing going on in this apartment. I mean, it's just a a camera. The camera's not even jostling. It's just a steady feed, and then shit just starts whatever. And he's looking around. None of the cats are there. Yep. He's picking up the pieces, inspecting them. Yep. In a terracotta planter, it's broken. I mean looking around more what the shit yep better better put on the deadbolt (laughs) (laughs) really crazy so apparently david doesn't like that shelf now september 16th we're in uh adam has more nightmares um he says he had a nightmare of um on the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached snaking down the bed the head was staring right at me, somehow still alive, and it had this huge smile plastered on its face. Mm-mm. No, no, mm, no. That's no. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. What the fuck? Whoa. Yeah, no, no I, no, I, No. So he he tweets uh, a number of different things, um, including one about you know the severed head, and then other tweets that include a, a discussion about dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. No, thank you. Um, after the severed head dream, he apparently went for a walk uh, to a nearby bodega in order to clear his own head a bit. <laughs> I love bustle. Um, the walk to the bodega actually took him past the warehouse, and pretty much everywhere he goes, um, he, he passes this warehouse. So he says, he tweeted, I, when I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have just continued on, but security got the better of me. Never a good fucking idea. Um, he said, there was a grated window next to the doors about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, and then run for my life. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped up leather desk chair. And you can see the picture. I mean, it looks exactly as he describes it. Just kind of an abandoned Mm -hmm. office. Um... (laughs) 
Maybe I'm too deep into this. He can. He says in another tweet, and maybe my brain wants to see David when he's not there. But here, I mess with the filters on my phone a bit. Tell me this doesn't look like him. So, look at that picture. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... I mean, it looks like the concaves of two eyes. Like, on the left of the door jam, And, mm-hmm. like, a bald head at the top. With a chunk missing out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Doesn't look very child... I, you know what? Honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm really bad about that. Basically, he thought he saw David lurking by the door. Which, if I'd had that dream and all these different strange coincidences and, and the pet cam, I, I mean, I probably would have. Um, anyway. So, um, more people, if you continue going on, more people fucking... There's a lot going on in this picture. And they, like... Yeah. So, again, you can look at all that. And people are finding shit in this picture that I'm not seeing whatsoever. I saw a tiny face by the chair, etc. So, moving forward in time, from September 22nd to October 5th, Adam actually was in Japan. Now, he does tweet on September 22nd, the past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple of hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I still feel like this all might stop if I just leave for a couple weeks. Whatever happens, I want to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and concerns. This whole ordeal has been stressful, and it means a lot. Okay, great. Off he goes to Japan. Um, While he's in Japan, he does say that I bought a votive tablet at the shrine I'm at in Japan, and he wrote on it, please protect my cats while I'm away from home. I know. I know. So, uh, however, on his last full day in Japan, he stumbled across something, what the article calls unnerving. So he says that um, he came across a statue, but when he looked closer at one portion of it, Adam tweets, I was taking pictures of it from different angles since since it's cylindrical. I moved around to one side and I almost dropped my phone at what I saw. It felt too familiar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it. This kid with a dented head. Oh my God. See it? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, I mean, Jesus Christ. So the statue that he found is called Mori no Uta, or Song of the Forest. It is located in Nakajima Park in Sapporo. It's a work by Japanese artist Takeo Yamauchi. I did that pretty good. Yeah. Yay me. Uh, But anyway, it creeped the fuck out of this dude. (laughs) (laughs) Because looking at this, I I mean, most of the faces on this statue look the same. Mm-hmm. It's not like this one face just has these like hollowed out dead eyes. They all kind of do. But anyway, the dented head, I get it. So, um, from October 6th through the 14th, he talks about uh, he's back home and he says weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment this week. First, two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At this point, I've just left it alone rather than get a ladder again. Okay, dark hallway. We'll just leave it dark. No. Um, (laughs) he says uh, later on um, I noticed um, sometime before dawn when I woke up and went into the kitchen to get some water I'd barely gotten back into bed again when I saw a faint light come on in the living room after a few seconds it went dark again Uh, (laughs) no thank you good night goodbye so that was that Uh, the next situation (laughs) Um, <laughs> he, um, was up in the morning getting ready for work. He started hearing weird scratching noises outside his front door. 
Uh, after everything that happened, he actually couldn't bring himself to look through the people, and I really couldn't either. So, again, he just held his phone up to it, snapped a picture. Here's what he saw when he looked in the photo. Um, he says, at first the pictures didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness, but as I analyzed it, I started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, and an eye staring right back at me. And if you look at it, that's kind of what I fucking see, too. But I'm looking for a face, an ear, and an eye. I am, too, and I don't see it. Okay, so he goes on to talk about, um... (laughs) About this point, his updates begin to slow down a bit. So he was posting about every once a week, week and a half to two weeks, and he he was posting every few days. But then he starts going about once a week, every week and a half, every two weeks. Um, each one is fairly elaborate, um, and when there's an update, it's an update. In the middle of October, he told us some issues he'd been having with the electricity in his apartment, light bulbs burning out with a shocking degree of frequency. And then he was talking about there was an LED backlight strip that plugged into his TV that would turn off and on of its own accord before eventually dying entirely, which I guess was weird because he'd only had it for a couple of months and it really should not have done that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So uh, after the backlight incident, um, one night Ellis went to bed and and he woke up and he couldn't go back to sleep. So he went to a 24-hour diner near his apartment and then he went home to shower and get ready. Um for the day before heading into work. Um, again, this is when he started hearing the weird scratching noises outside his front door. He took these pictures. I don't see them. I don't see this in the pictures. Um, so at this point, at this point, so it's October and it started in August. He's like, I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. (laughs) Um, so anyway, he's like, uh, it's not going to stop until I do something. I'm just not sure what that is yet. I'll let you all know. So, he does have a friend perform a cleansing ritual in his apartment, which did seem to help somewhat. Um, He tweets about, you know, it it did sort of calm shit down. However, this warehouse again. (laughs) This fucking warehouse. Um, On his way to work one day, he tweets about how he he sees that the, the door is open again, and inside it is parked a hearse. (laughs) What? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not real. Like, I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, they got to park somewhere, which is essentially what the guy says in one of his tweets. I mean, like, they got to. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, it, Hearse parked in this same creepy warehouse. Yeah, parking is hard to find. In New York, for sure. Mm -hmm. You never know. So, the next night, he... (laughs) This is so fucked up. He was heading into the kitchen to grab a beer from the fridge when he spotted something frightening out the window. Apparently, he saw a person standing on the roof on the building across from his apartment, facing his apartment, and (laughs) he's again more pictures um he took a photo through the window but what he says is i immediately ducked down which i would do too (laughs) such a fucking chicken shit um i immediately ducked down and reached up and flicked off the light switch i peered over the windowsill but couldn't see much my phone was in my pocket so i grabbed it and took a photo it was blurry and dark but i swear someone was out there and you can kind of see like a little figure 
up on the top, but it may be, uh, I mean, if you want to see a figure, you probably could see the figure. It's uh, far away, right? It's very far away, yeah. Like, it almost looks like there's a, a railing. So there's mm-hmm. the top, and then there's, a, like, another smaller railing that kind of ends. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's the person? I'm not really sure. Anyway, so he took a better photo, but the figure had disappeared. Hmm, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that... Oh, look. Yeah, with it. Do you see this photo from Almighty Ace that says, okay, that, that so... That was lightened. Yes, this mm-hmm. is not okay? Yeah, that is... That's about the distance I judged, but... <laughs> but, yeah, it's... It's apparent. Maybe it was somebody out having a cigarette? And with his heightened state of awareness due to all these other things happening? I mean, maybe, but I didn't notice that quite... Look, and now it's gone in the next picture. Okay, I didn't notice that. Fuck that. No, fucking... Nope. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Um, anyway. Now we move on to November. Uh, On November 5th, he says that he... Had a dream again, and in the dream I saw him in a chair again. He, I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time it was a recliner I've had for years. Uh, he was staring right at me just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed, but I could barely move. But this time something was different. And uh, it for sure is. So he goes on to tweet, It's better just to show you. Turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. So this is the photo that he posts. Do you see what's at the foot of his bed in almost like a striped shirt? I mean, I guess so. Okay. Are you still on that picture, right? Yeah. Okay. So, somebody replies to him, and (laughs) there's another picture. So look at that very next picture. People are are starting to brighten the, the image. You see it? Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Go down to the next picture. Dated November 6, 2017 at 7.44 p.m. Uh-huh. See that little kid with the dented head? Yep. <laughs> so fucked up. Oh. Uh-huh. This is the one that made my heart drop. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That clearly looks like a child with a dented head... And this is when he moved out, right? <laughs> no. What the fuck? These are the pictures that he took in his dream. But apparently he was actually taking them in real life. But he thought he was taking them in a dream. Yes, so there's that next one. The next one, David gets off the recliner. Scroll to the next one. Describe what you see. Holy I don't shit. want to. <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. David is, yeah. Okay. Obviously, then, climbed down from the recliner and walking towards him. Uh huh. The next one. Oh my god. What the fuck? And it's all you. This picture does not look doctored. Like if you look at it, like it's all blurry and kind of pixelated and fucked up. But so is the image. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Everything in the image. Everything in the image is exactly the is same. blurred the same way. <sighs> oh, God damn it, Carrie. Uh-huh. Now, that's that. Let's talk about the crawl space. All right, let's talk about the crawl space. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm, yeah, love a good crawl space. Um, just kidding, I don't. If everybody remembers from the Haunted Objects episode, Jennifer talked about she found old fucking wooden toys in the crawl space in their house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That they just left there. Yeah. I judge you, Jennifer. <laughs> but I'm sure Mike told you to just keep them there. I'm sure it wasn't your fault. Anyway, so... <laughs> Um, again, these, these updates are getting, like, every two weeks, so it's starting to, like, unnerve and annoy his followers, because they're, like, so absorbed with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I would have been, too, but I actually didn't find out about any of this until maybe a year or so ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, um, <laughs> he actually makes a discovery about his apartment building that, uh, might add a little explanation. Kind of ties it all together? Kind of ties it all together, and you might kind of find, like, the origin of David. Oh. Yes. So, um, he... While he was tweeting, like, the last update of the pictures, he said that he started hearing some loud thudding noises... Thudding noises... Coming from above his apartment, which meant his previous understanding of the building was correct. He thought his roof was his roof. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, there's a three-foot attic space over his apartment. Mm. And there's a, a um, what do you call those? Uh, not, a, not a latch, but a, an opening in his hallway. So down his stairs, there's an opening. An access point. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Into this space. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, there was no way to access the roof except from outside the building. Okay. Because it was basically attic space that he mm-hmm. ends up finding out about. So, um, the building is old and it makes a lot of noises, he says, but this new sound s- startled me. So... When he went into the hallway outside his apartment to investigate, he found a hatch. He had basically established earlier that his apartment building was actually a house that had been converted into something kind of like a duplex. And we talked a little bit about what it looks like. And he goes into more detail about it, um, kind of explaining the logistics of it. And he's like, basically, there's a part of my apartment that I'm just now learning about. At least that's what I think. Um, And then he goes on to refresh your memory, blah, blah, blah. He actually draws a diagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty good diagram. It's a pretty good diagram. Um, so he hears these noises coming from the, what he thought was the roof, but turns out to be like this attic space. And at some points he says that it it sounds like a bowling ball being dropped on the floor. Wow. That's heavy. (laughs) To put it lightly. God. Glad I made this on the drink. There we go. <laughs> Just for the puns alone. Yeah. Right, right. Makes a bad pun is a bingo square. So <laughs> anyway. Um he noted that there was no way to access the roof, nor was the sound of the banging old pipes. It was distinct distinctly the sound of something falling onto the floor. Um again he says, My my building is old and it makes lots of noises, but this was a new sound and it startled me. Uh so <laughs> He goes out to the hallway to investigate, which 
No, that could wait till the next day on your way to work, in my opinion. <laughs> but he tweets, so I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look all over my apartment, but I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway and that's when something dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this. So I'll just say it. What's like, I mean, how many times has somebody been broken up with? And that was the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> David, your days are fucking numbered. <laughs> Or ours are. Uh, let's see how this goes. Okay. All right. Okay. There's a mysterious hatch. A hatch! That's what I, the word I was looking for. Oh. In my hallway. I've always known about it, but I just assumed it opened directly to the roof. Uh, looking at it, if it opened directly to the roof and it rained... You'd you have a think, lot more problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Anyway. Especially other than the big cracks. It, well, <laughs> are those... Uh-oh. Oh, those arc are those cracks or are those wires? Those are cracks. Oh. In the wall. Cool. Okay. So <laughs> he says it's really high above the stairs, so I always figured it was impossible to access without some sort of fancy professional ladder. I took this video so you can see how high it is. You don't need to play the video, it just shows it's high. Right. Anyway. He goes on to like describe and like checks Google Earth, like the whole bit to describe like where this hatch is. Uh <laughs> I like his tweets. Yeah, it's actually. I see below. that the hatch is. I see the hatch every morning when I leave for work and think nothing of it. But this time something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. Uh huh. To spring s- some simple math on you. So That's I, where I dropped off. I, I apologize like, in advance. Yeah, I'm I was like, like okay, goodbye. Next tweet. <laughs> so he actually shows on here a picture. There's three feet of empty space I can't account, can't account for. Between the where this where the hatch is ceiling and is and where, and where the skylight th- is yes. <laughs> so anyway, he goes on and he's talking about this hatch and, and all the geography of it, and then he draws another picture, like another schematic. All that bores me, so I'm gonna go just blow right past it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a podcaster you are! I mean, so thorough. I, <laughs> I've already said a million times I'm a bad podcaster. (laughs) So, a couple weeks later, right around the Thanksgiving time, he says, A lot has happened in the last week, but I was away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write it all down. The noises from the ceiling have not let up, but the pole I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave for the holiday, so I didn't actually get it until late Friday night. I planned to investigate the next morning and went to bed. So, uh... (laughs) He then tweets, I'd barely fallen asleep when I woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like, this is what I was talking about, someone dropped a bowling ball. Oh, okay. I bolted upright in bed, and then I immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. Don't like that. Mm-mm. Although, that generally happens when I wake up after a one-night stand. I'm like, ugh, weird energy, gotta go. <laughs> Just kidding. Can't stay here. Can't stay here. Gotta go. You didn't look like this last night. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sort of. Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had a one-night stand. Let's hey, put it that way. Man, sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> after about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it, but that would mean passing under the hatch. <laughs> and that seemed like a bad idea. Really? Did it? Mm. Uh, staying there at all seems like a bad idea to me 
So instead, I just listened and waited, though I'm not sure for what. I'm not either. Let's see what happens. The crash happened again, and then again, probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Then I heard a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. God damn this fucking hallway. Oh, my God. In my mind, I I registered it as a footstep, but it really could have been anything. I mean, Adam, I'm here with you. I shouldn't be, but I'm here with you. Yeah, just watch the cats. If the cats are freaking out, you should be freaking out. You should be freaking out. And also, you're a dick for leaving them for however long (laughs) to go to Japan. (laughs) I stayed still, but there were no more sounds after that. I laid back down, still tense and nervous, but must have fallen asleep at some point because I woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal again. I got dressed and left to go get a bagel, same as every Saturday. (laughs) so New York. (laughs) I mean, I'm a dear fan of bagels. I love it. Maybe, you know what, maybe he... Gathered his strength from a bagel. If I have my bagel and I have my coffee, I can find out what the fuck is up in this hatch. It's true. Um, or, you know what? While you were there, out and about, you could have called the goddamn Ghostbusters. <laughs> What's more... <laughs> it, when he was leaving his house, uh, he noticed there was some debris on the stairs. Just underneath where the hatch was. Oh, no. At that point, he tweets, my bagels were the last thing on my mind. Well, he's got a tiny modicum of sense. (laughs) I went back upstairs and I grabbed the pole. You know, the one that came and he never bothered to use. Mm -hmm. I set my camera on the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs, where he keeps his shoes, I guess. Okay. Um, And hit record. (laughs) Just to make sure it would be caught on video if it teeted first out of the At this fucking point, I feel like anything is possible. So, Archie, go ahead and watch the video. Okay. So, describe it. He's gone down a couple of stairs to get directly underneath the hatch. No! Don't go directly under it! And he's pushing the pole up. (laughs) The demon's gonna land on him. And so will the hatch. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Keep talking. It's fine. And... Oh, something fell out of the hatch. Something fell out of the hatch. Okay, you can stop watching the video now. You don't need to see anymore. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole since it's so long and unwieldy, then went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell. At first, I wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy, faded black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small leather shoe. A child's shoe. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. A small, old, old, dusty, black leather child's shoe. shoe. So, uh, he freaked out. He he did what (laughs) anybody would have done, and he called his landlord. So the landlord comes over and brings his ladder. Three months later. (laughs) Um, And he says, I hear some shit upstairs, like above the apartment. Can you come check it out? The landlord came, brought the letter, opened the hatch, looked around, and found... Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Like, they, there's a video that you don't need to watch. You guys can watch it if you want to. Of the landlord. Like, there's nothing up there. There's no storage. There's no uh, insulation. There's nothing that you would... It was literally just an a empty wooden attic place. Well, should have the landlord put some insulation up there at least. I mean, It's something. New York. It gets uh, cold. Yeah. 
So he says, he tweets, a few hours later, my landlord was on the ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space. I stared up at him, half expecting something to grab him and yank him into the darkness, which <laughs> frankly, we, we all were at him. Before he finally said, there's nothing up here. But then he was like, oh, wait. I watched as he reached into the emptiness with his free arm, and when he pulled back, he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. It was an antique green marble. Green, huh? Uh-huh, yes. So there's that motif again. Green rocking chair, green warehouse, green in the jar, green the turtle shell, and the cactus. Um... He says, again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny. At first, I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was too cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. It was so worn that I hadn't registered it as a marble at first. Its shape was also sort of weird with a little bump on one end. Now, this is a little too old for me as far as, like, we used to play marbles when mm-hmm. we were little, but this sort of seems like it has like a divot in one end and a bump in the other, so it was made like almost in a chain of. Mm-hmm. And a, but a, lot of, the, a lot of times with old, old time, like 100 years ago marble making, they would get a long strip of steel molten glass. Okay. And cut little pieces and then roll them into the shape, but sometimes those cuts left, would stay would in stay so the shape you, either at one end as an. As a divot. As a divot, and the other end as, as a, a bump. point. Yeah. Okay, so maybe that's what this, that's this what was. It, that's what it looks like. Well, oh my god, then... Did you read ahead? I'm still looking at the two pictures on the marble. Okay, because this is back when glass marbles were made by hand rather than by machine. Big old scissors were used to cut them off of long strips of molten glass. I watch a lot of how it's made. I was just going <laughs> to say, god damn, what are you watching on YouTube? <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, it's better than what you found on Fossum. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the last couple of weekends, or the last weekend of November, again, this is just November. Um... Will the this is the Bustle article says, Will the real dear David please stand up? That's a horrible question to ask. Don't ever ask that. And I'm telling you this now because I know what happens after this. Oh. Oh, there's my bus. <laughs> my bus. <laughs> so, as a few of um, David's followers, not David's, Adam's followers, um, did some research and they feel like they may have identified the real dear David. Um, if you want to read about that, go right ahead. Um, it, for the purposes of this episode, it's not worthy. And I have deemed that so. So, uh, he comes back December 12th, another couple of weeks. He says, sorry for the long break. I haven't been feeling great the past couple of weeks and haven't had time to update. There also wasn't much to say for the most part. I wasn't sleeping well, having weird dreams. They were vague and hard to describe. I'm sleepy all day long and have been getting sudden bouts of dizziness. So, um, (laughs) basically, um, it's now the holidays and he has gone home to visit his family in Montana. Um, not a whole lot. I'm not going to go through like all of this again, mini episode guys. And we're already at an hour and 23 minutes, (laughs) but, um, 
So after a couple of nights uh, waking up suddenly feeling like he's being watched, he downloaded an app on his phone that made it take photos automatically every 60 seconds. Um, this is disturbing as, as, as anything. So most of the pictures were just of him sleeping in an empty room, but right toward the end, his phone snapped the following images. Are you caught up to where I'm at? Because I skipped a bunch. Yeah, I, I was I was trying, and I, I've succeeded. Okay, cool. Uh, to the pictures. Okay. So he says, um, I think I just, uh, I said something that triggered your Google Siri. How do I get rid of that? Here are the top search results. <laughs> we, we call her the bitch in the box. The bitch in the box is, is um, up and around. Okay, thank you. Uh, we're... <laughs> Feedback. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so, weird shit happened. Uh, we took a tiny break. And um, when I came back, none of my stuff will pull up the same article. So Archie had to pull it up on his phone for me. So that's what I'm reading this off of now. (laughs) And I don't know how to work one of these cheap-ass Google phones. Oh, not a cheap-ass Google phone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Stay at Google again, bitch. (laughs) G-double-O-G-L-E. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, Adam tweets on December 12th. Uh, the vast majority of them are me sleeping in a vast room. It's sort of dark, but you can see me sleeping. I left a couple lights on, night lights on, just in case anything showed up. But for the first hundred or so photos, it's just me in an empty room. However, then there's a photo. The second photo. Uh-huh. That's D- gotta be, like, a doll or something. The brightened one? No, I haven't even made it to the brightened one. Go to the brightened one because it's possible. So this is this is that recliner chair in his room where we saw the original photos. Mm-hmm. Those first set. It's got to be a prop. I mean, it, it's got to be a prop. It looks like at this point, it's looking like a doll, but it's the same thing that we saw in those other pictures that fucked us both mm-hmm. up. But this time, it's casting a shadow. Is it? Mm-hmm. Where is the shadow? On the window to the right. Oh, I see. Or is that the shadow from the lamp? No, that's definitely... (gasps) It's casting a shadow. It is casting a shadow. Okay. So Adam tweets, Then suddenly he was there. Again, he's in bed, asleep. He's looking through these photos. Then suddenly he was there, standing on that chair at the foot of the bed, staring at me. In the next photo from a minute later, he seems to be staring straight up at the ceiling, just staring you're right, there's another shadow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then he appears to collapse on the chair. The next dozen photos are all the same. Again, this app takes a photo every 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. The next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first I thought he was dead. Shh. Which obviously doesn't make any sense. I looked over at the chair, half expecting him to still be there, but it was empty. And so the shadow is gone. But the doll, look at the next, the brightened one. The doll is like, or the thing is dropped down. Mm-hmm. Like a. He probably knocked it over in the 60 second window he had. <laughs> so about 15 photos later, he was back standing next to the bed. It was just like the last time I saw him. So go to the next one. That's a little fucking different. You Are you looking at the photo where he's circled in red? No. Okay, scroll down and look at the photo where he's circled in red because the other one didn't come up for me. See him? Oh. 
I guess so. That's when my heart started to race, he tweets. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped to the next photo, and my heart sank in my stomach. He was on the bed, inches from me, staring down at me, sleeping. And then that photo is brightened. Mm. And there's no shadow. Now, (laughs) this little fucker. Sorry, David. Dear David, I'm sorry. The next one was worse. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. And there's the picture, and then then the picture brightened. Everybody, seriously, go to bustle.com. The whole shit's there. It's got a nice sweater. (laughs) Anyway, so he goes on to tweet. Again, this is December 12th. After that, there's seemingly nothing. He disappears again, and the rest of the scroll is just me alone in my room. That is, until the last photo. Here's the final photo on the scroll. Archie, why don't you describe to the folks what this photo looks like? It looks like a hobbit head got in the way of the camera. <laughs> it does. It mm-hmm. looks like a mangled ear and a, like, you know, blonde stringy hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, so that's that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Adam Alice left it on this note. I'm at a loss for words. The malformed ear, the stringy hair. I don't even know what to think. I looked all over my room but couldn't find anything. And honestly, I've been so exhausted, I didn't know how to process it. Even now, all I want to do is just go to sleep. So he goes out of town for the holidays. And he goes to Montana um, to visit his family. And some shit happens, which, if you want to read about that, you absolutely can. Tiny Little Footprints in the Snow is all I'm going to say about that. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, When he comes home, um, he says, for the past few nights, I've been using that um, app. And now, again, this is January 2nd. I've been using that app that takes photos every couple of minutes, but nothing has shown up. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work anymore, but I've left it running just in case. Uh, It's picked up absolutely nothing, save for one thing from last night. Last night was particularly bad. I felt sick and I had nightmares all night. I dreamed that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling, far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. So, God, these dreams. I just, I mean, you need to see a psychiatrist, buddy. I just seriously feel like you do. Um... He dreamt about David again, that he was, and this is his tweet, that he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could only look up at him. Suddenly, he plummeted downward, and I felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping. The wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked around frantically, heaving for air, but there was nothing. Uh, When I got my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo roll showed nothing of note, save for the last photo taken just a moment before. So take a look at that. Same, it's a photo, and then it's brightened up. You can see him laying on the bed, and then you see, I'm not even sure what. What do you see? An action photo of the Dear David doll dropping on him. <laughs> so you think it's a doll? I think it is. I I hadn't seen I mean, I remember when this all started, but I never... Saw any of this? No, no, none of it. What about the pictures that we saw earlier that you were like, oh, shit, what the fuck? What about that? They were just... I don't know. I mean, I can't explain those, but... I mean, it really looked like it was a propped-up doll casting a shadow. 
I mean, this these pictures do. The other ones are a little... I don't know. Let's let the listeners decide. Yeah. Basically, this is kind of where the story... I mean, it, it, it kind of... This is where the story kind of ends. It just absolutely... It goes on for another couple of weeks, another couple of months. And... <laughs> Um, again, here, oh, oh, he, yes, here's some interesting shit. So, this is where he does this, but whatever. Um, Adam tweets about two weeks after this, uh, he tweets, like, I've been sleeping fine and have lots of energy during the day, but I sometimes seem to lose, sort of, lose time, I guess. I'll look up at the clock and realize a whole hour has gone by. I don't remember any of it. And then... There's just nothing more from Adam. It's random cat videos of the cats again freaking out at the door. Uh, <laughs> by this point, everybody knows who the fuck Maxwell is. And Maxwell is, a, is, is big and stars in a lot of these videos. The weird thing about it is, is that um, it's a lot of just videos of maybe the phone being set on the floor, uh, filming the cats... But on February 3rd, 2018, Adam tweets, everything is fine. Do you see that tweet? Are you at that point? I'm looking at cat videos. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot. February 3rd, 2018, everything is fine. Do you see how the way he's written? I mean, you've been following mm-hmm. this along with me. Yep. This doesn't look like Adam's texting messaging style. No, it doesn't. There's no capitalization. There's two spaces between is and fine. There's no punctuation. It's weird. So, um, people notice it. It's different from his usual style. So, um, he then tweets on, uh, wait, that was... February 6th, the personal update. Yes. Um, some of you already know this, but I thought I should make a short update on Twitter about it. A little over a month ago, I made the difficult decision to leave my full-time job after four years with the company. By the way, it was Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed he worked at. Mm-hmm. So that was February 6th. He goes on to say, you know, I was, it wasn't easy. I'm excited. Blah, 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 blah. Great. Um, then, uh, February 13 to 14. Please don't worry about me. I'm okay, and everything will be like it was before. Again, no punctuation, <laughs> no capital letters, except for the I and I'm. Everything will be okay like it was before. And a smiley face emoji, which is the first time he's... Not an emoji, just the, like, um... Semicolon paragraph. Yes. Yeah. Parenthes- and parentheses. parentheses. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, so it's weird, because he never used that before. Okay, all right, well, everybody freaked out, and I'm just kind of like, let's see how this goes. That's the last time he posted anything relating to Dear David until June 2018. (laughs) And in that, he writes, for everyone asking me if I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately, and I've been trying to focus on work. Of course, I'll keep you updated if anything strange happens, but for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. Um, so he goes on to say there were people who were like, we just need an update. Like, what was the end result? Like, what happened here? And Adam at one point kind of tweeted like a tater, like a snarky tweet that says, look, I will update you when there's something to update. But if you're just here for the Dear David stuff, sorry to disappoint. I can't give you what isn't going on. 
And basically tells people, because this one person was like, I don't, you know, I've got alerts on for when you tweet. So if there's nothing going on with your David, at least let us know it's over so that I can turn my alert off. I mean, just one of those fucking douchey follower mm-hmm. things. Um, and that's when Adam was like, look, I don't have to fucking tell you. I've had this account for eight years. I tweet what I tweet. Like, get over it. So on June 6th, 2018, Adam Ellis tweets this. Some Dear David news. Dan Lin, producer of It, will be producing a Dear David film with screenwriter Mike Van Wise, writer of the Conjuring spinoff The Crooked Man. So, apparently, he's... Because he does tweet earlier on in, I don't know, maybe October, November, when this shit started really getting traction. He does tweet that um, he's been contacted by a number of psychics, a number of uh, paranormal reality shows, wanting to do an investigation of his house, but he didn't want to sensationalize it. But six months later, mm-hmm. and that's not looking too bad. So he does tell the rap uh, that what he's been experiencing is absolutely real. Not everyone on Twitter believes him, but well, do with that what you will. This is the Bustle article. Whatever the case, it's clear that dear David isn't quite finished with Ellis or the rest of us just yet. So that is where my story ends. Um, my retelling of the dear David story. I will say though, Archie, I spent an hour yesterday because I don't have a lot of time, but I also don't have like I I want to find out the fucking like answers. Mm-hmm. So I spent an hour yesterday looking online in every sort of amalgamation of search words you could find about the Dear David movie. There's nothing. Everything stops in 2018. There's nothing. There's there's an IMDb for it. There's an IMDb for Adam Ellis. No. There's nothing on a movie. Just that one was going to happen. Da, 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 da. There's nothing. As of 2019, there was... Maybe a reference to an article from 2018 when they announced that the the director of It was going to do a Dear David movie. There's nothing, and there's certainly nothing in 2020 about this goddamn movie. So at the end of the day, I don't know. I think it's I I. As, I'm, as you read it, and, I'm, and hopefully, listeners, you guys, as you've been listening to the story, it did start out pretty innocuous, sort of like the setup of a really good urban legend. But hopefully, as we went through it, as it did with Archie and with me when I first heard about it, you got a little sucked in. Roller coaster of emotions. Roller coaster of emotions. And I'm telling you, check out this Bustle art, Bustle.com article. Um... They list every single tweet, and the tweets are really fucking compelling. They're really compelling. Oh, yeah. But then you get to the end, and it just drops off. And that's just the end of He quit his job, and then there's a movie deal. And so I'm kind of like with with everybody else. I'm kind of like, that was some good storytelling. That was very good storytelling. That was very good storytelling in the end. Um, And he's currently successful. Is he? Mm-hmm. I mean, what's he fucking done since this? Uh, he's his own artist now. Buzzfeed, okay. BuzzFeed doesn't license anything. Okay. Um, he has his artwork stolen from time to time by other publications. Have we he... seen anything, I mean, like, 
He's certainly no Ryan and Shane. I mean, let's <laughs> start there. No, they're employed by BuzzFeed. However, Adam, with his 15,000 Patreon supporters, at a dollar or higher, he is certainly not hurting for cash. I suppose. I don't know. I, I lost a lot of respect for him. I really feel like this was a, pub, pub, a publicity thing. And it was done really, really well. If they'd maybe follow through with the Dear David movie, okay. Are then you? I would have bought that. But there's no, There's literally fucking nothing. Well, it does take years for for things like that to get a move on in Hollywood. And sure, and if you want to subscribe to IMDb Premium, they'll tell you more about it. And when I did, still nothing. Oh. Well, I guess maybe after they bought the rights... They found out that they, it, found some they couldn't flush it out. I mean, it started I mean, out so good. And it, and it bums still. me out that our mini episode, we're like, Haha, just kidding, it was budget bullshit. Because it might not be. He still, to this it day, could, swears it happened. It could very well have started out that way and just got out of control. Maybe. And he just had to roll with it. As what happens when you drag Hollywood into shit. Right. I mean, you and I know that so well. I know. I mean, my life story, for God's sake. For God's sake. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, guys, that is the story of Dear David. Certainly check it out. It is a very compelling story. We really did enjoy it. Anyway, so that, guys, was the story of Dear David. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, certainly let us know. What do you, what yeah, do you guys think? Yeah, comments. I mean, Say maybe something. we're just being bitter, but I'm kind of one of those Twitter followers where I was like, what the fuck, that's it? Yeah. But, you know, maybe well, there's more. I love them just the same. Yeah. I don't follow him anymore. I did start following him uh, toward the end of this, and then there was nothing. He, there's never been another mention of Dear David that I could see. Um, anyway. So, yeah. Mini episode. That was it, guys. Thanks. Sorry it wasn't so right. mini. Uh, this week you're going to get... Uh, this is actually longer than the actual episode. <laughs> I'll see if I can't whittle this shit down. Okay. Anyway, thanks, guys. We love you. Thank you so much for your generosity. And we will see you next week with the early release of... Uh, do you know what we're doing next week? Because oh, I don't clue. I have no it's, idea. It's, it's exciting it's, and new. It, <laughs> <laughs> it is. And it's printed on my office wall. Oh, we're doing the Kehoe House. Yes. Kehoe House. I, I, yes. Well... Aaron will figure out how to say that correctly before we record. Kaho. Kaho. Where is it? Uh, in in a uh, place. <laughs> Fantastic. I know. Let's not give it all away. Thank you. Professional thank as you. always. As always. And thank end. you for paying us for this content. <laughs> we love you guys. Have Bye. a really wonderful day. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>